Hey guys, welcome to the Different Animals Podcast. It's your boy Tyler. And I'm Ever Castro. And today, for episode 8, we are going to hit you with, um, you know, some explanation on our ending quote for last week. Um, we're going to hit you about, you know, some of our favorite rap verses as a feature. Um, we're going to talk about some sneakers and movies. And we're going to talk about Dak Prescott, because Dak Prescott finally signed his tender so he is officially on the cowboys for the season that may or may not happen but mm-hmm. first So the first thing I want to touch on yes. is is my ending quote from last week. And so I, I would like to preface this with, you know, I, I have this long playlist that I just play whenever I'm at work. And I, and I don't know why, but it hit me while I was at work. Um, and I was listening to All Your Fault by on Big Sean's album, Dark Sky Paradise. Mm-hmm. And Kanye West features on it. And one of his lines is, if you leave Goofy... No, if you leave Mickey, you're going to end up with a goofy. I imagine that's what Chris told Karuchi, girls be acting like it's diamonds in their coochie. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, hold on. Because from my understanding, this man has used the word coochie in another song. And coochie is such an ignorant, ridiculous word that like I couldn't help but notice it. <laughs> and then you pointed out that in another song that you knew that I didn't, he says coochie. And what song is that? It's uh, Lord, Lord, Lord um, from his um, Good Fridays, the free ones, the ones from 2010 before um, Twisted Fantasy. And he says it. And I think it's it's uh, him and Most Def are in that song. Right. Because um, I think you texted me and you were like, hey, man, did you notice that he says it in these two songs? One was, um, like you said, All Your Fault. And then I think you said Down and Out by... Um, by Cameron. Cameron. Yeah, yeah. And so then I was like, wait, but there's, there's another one because I, I, like, it just dinged in my brain. I was like, no, he says it in another one uh, called Lord, Lord, Lord. And so you kind of go like, well, why does he do that? I, like you said, you know, it kind of sticks because it is weird to hear him say that. But then also, I don't think I've ever heard anybody else say that in a song before. <laughs> right. So what's the line in Lord, Lord, Lord? Because I, I remember the one in Down and Out. Uh, Something like, uh, excuse me if I'm trapped by the... Wait, no. Oh, it's uh, it's it's if I'm a douche, then put me in your coochie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is a terrible line. Uh-huh. So the thing was, is that, and, and sorry. So before I get in, the Kanye's line where he says coochie and down and out is in the fucking chorus. He says, "A girl's the models, they coochies the juicest," which is <laughs> so gross. Uh-huh. It's so fucking gross. And it, it doesn't matter. It works in the song, but just like the coochies, the juicest. Uh, like, and so in my head, the reason why I thought of this is after you told me the Lord, Lord, Lord thing is that I Googled it. I Googled Kanye West coochie lyrics in Google. <laughs> and shout out to the agent Johnson uh, with the FBI mm-hmm. monitoring my fucking uh, search results. Um, so I looked that up. And what's funny is Lord, Lord, Lord and All Your Fault were the only ones I saw. And I knew he says it in the Cameron one because I heard it. So I'm positive there's some Kanye song out there that neither of us have heard of. Like, there's like, he he has to say it three more times. And the all I really wanted to get across with this is like, how are you as a grown-ass adult using the <laughs> word coochie? And not only using it, but using it in rap songs. And like... It might just be in that new gospel album that nobody listened to. Oh, like, it's probably, no. like, it's in there, and he's like, uh, um, 
Chick-fil-A. Uh, <laughs> let me in your this coochie Chick-fil-A on Sundays. chicken is so juicy. It's like a coochie or something like that. Like, oh, oh. Yeah, so. But, yeah, I think you're right. I think there's probably probably like some random song out there that he just says it and um, nobody's even heard of it yet. Right. And so I, I guess what I'm trying to get at is do you think that do you think that he uses that word consistently in his regular life? Like, uh, do you think he's like dirty talking Kim Kardashian? Just like, hey, girl, let me get that coochie. Like, Probably. You... <laughs> That's such an awful thing. Oh, my it's gross. God. Gross. <laughs> but, yeah, it is weird. And, and it's, I mean, and it, like you said, you know, he doesn't just say it, like, straight up. Like, he puts, like, like an umph to it, especially in Lord, Lord, Lord. Um, yeah. <laughs> just, uh, ugh. Our girls, the models, they coochies the juices. Um, mm. <laughs> you know, and he uses it to end the line in All Your Fault, and he says it so loud. He's like, girls be acting like it's diamonds in their coochie. Um, and he's just like, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Oh, uh, God, dude. Poof. All right, so I just wanted to go over that because it hit me. Yeah, it, well, actually, now that, now that I'm sort of running through the song in my head, he says, I don't give a fuck, I don't give a fuck. And then, like, and then he says a line about police brutality, about cops <laughs> choking out people Oh yeah, in the media. Let's go again. In the media, yeah, yeah. So that's uh, coochie is such a nondescript word for him that he was able to just move on from it and talk about police brutality. So it's <laughs> it's clearly a word he uses all the time, and, yeah. and that's just I, ridiculous. Yeah, me. like I think I mentioned a couple episodes ago where he just kind of just randomly um, like just says lines that don't fit, like the Marshawn and Tom Brady throwing to me. You're like, wait, what? What? Like, oh, so yeah, I think it's part for the, the course with him. Yeah, yeah, like that one, and yeah. Yeah, no, he's he's just a psychopath. Like in between beeps, he just throws the word coochie out because you know, he he's evolved past regular language and he just beeps at people now. Mm. So, all right, I just wanted to go over that because I thought that was a fun one. And you know, <laughs> I was at work and I was like, this man says coochie twice in two songs. Um, <laughs> and then you There's told a me pattern about a third. <laughs> yeah, um, yo, like uh, Charlie and Always Sunny in Philadelphia, where he's oh, yeah. the fucking boards in the street uh, behind him. I was over there like, coochie, coochie. <laughs> there is no coochie in HR. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. All right, yeah. fuck. All right, so I'm going to move on from this to uh, our rap versus as a feature. To serious uh, rap topics. Yeah, serious rap topics, which may also contain some Kanye West. Um, I'm not sure yet. I'll have to get back to you, but, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but th- this, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, you go. Oh, I was just going to say, well, this week, you know, we've been doing sort of our favorite um, different aspects of it, not just straight up something easy like favorite song or favorite uh, hip hop artist or whatever. It's been more um, detailed stuff, more minute stuff, just because um, that's where the fun stuff is, I think, or that's where you can mine for real good stuff. Um, So this week we wanted to do favorite rap verse, but it is when the rapper comes in as a guest. Um, right. so like not his song or his, or his or her song, but they just come in and they kill it. Um, I think this one would, would be an interesting one also where we do the opposite, which is the worst ones. Cause I think I, I, I know, uh, I can't think of any off the top of my head where somebody comes in and they're just rapping about bullshit nonsense. <laughs> um, I don't know. There's this guy, uh, I don't know if you saw it this week on Twitter, this guy who does, um, he does, uh, comedy videos. I even forget his name. It's like something Phillips, Mark Phillips. But there was one where he's like, it, 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 like the video is like, you know, when the rapper sends the other rapper his guest verse and it's trash. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he's listening to it and he's like, oh, fuck. Turn this fucking shit off, man. I don't want to listen <laughs> yeah. to this. But yeah. anyway, but we'll, we, we can watch that one. We'll talk about it later. But this week, this week we're doing favorite rap verses as a guest. Um, if you want to go, do you want to go first and just give your, your top five and kind of go into whichever ones you think um, you, or which ones you really like and, and why? All right, so here's my my main issue is that, like, as I was doing this, right, I realized that, like, the way people are with sports teams, where it's like, like, a Duke fan is never going to admit their team sucks, like, when, when they get bounced in the first round by 16 seed. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, they're not going to admit it because they're too much of a homer. I'm like that with music, in which, like, I hear guest features from people I like, and I think I automatically just put them higher 
than I would because like it's like I was going through them and I was like the ones I know off the top of my head I'm gonna have a lot of repeats so I don't really have a top five I'm just gonna there's a couple of them that stuck out to me um the first one that stuck out to me immediately was Pusha T and So Appalled uh from My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy mm-hmm. he kills that fucking song I mean everyone on that song kills it that's one of the things like on that album is that nobody dropped the bar Nobody that came in, he got Nicki Minaj's best verse of her whole fucking career on Monster. You know what I mean? And yes. actually, now that I said no one dropped it, Jay Z dropped it a little bit. Jay Z dropped it a little bit on Monster. You know, <laughs> maybe a lot. Sasquatch, Godzilla, <laughs> King Kong, Loch Ness, Goblins. <laughs> yeah, it was over the top. But um, yeah. So, you know, Pusha T's verse on on So Appalled is money and it's like i don't even i I don't even it's for me like the thing about Pusha t is like what i enjoy about him isn't so much like he's not in it for the punchlines you know what i mean like like two chains whenever two chains is on a song you can point to specific lines like that shit was great that shit was great that shit was great Pusha t is like a consistent like flow and each line plays on the last one so like there's never like a punchline really you know what i mean like there's small ones but he never like sells them super hard because he's immediately using that for the next one it's like i i can't think of specific lines in that song but i remember the whole time i was fucking listening to that verse i was like this dude's killing it right now actually you know what them kilos came would give you bobby brown jaw yeah (laughs) i was like god so yeah, he's 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 uh, he's one of them. Um, yes, yes, yes. It wouldn't be a, a push a line without some coke yeah. talk. Yeah, yeah. So that's the thing. It's push a also complete drug drug rap. Like that's all he raps about. And the reason why is because he actually did sell them fucking drugs, unlike Drake says. <laughs> um, one of my little bit of trivia. Fucking, I think Pusha T's manager got locked up with a bunch of coke, and everyone thinks it was like Pusha T shit that was getting moved. Probably. Um, so I I think Pusha T is really about that life. Um, so going from a Pusha T verse on a Kanye song in which he talks about drugs, my next one I could think of off the top of my head was Jay Z in Pusha T's song "Drug Dealers Anonymous," <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, Jay Z again like he came through with a really solid verse. Uh, the first line I think of off my head is uh, he says, "Damn Daniel FBI keep bringing them all white vans through." I was like, God, that's fucking dope. Um, so yeah, that one, um, and then the next one, the all last one I'm going to talk about or at all, or even mention is on your list also. And it is a hundred percent in my opinion, one of my favorite, uh, actually, no, I have two more to talk about the same guy on both of them, which is on Pusha T's song, Nostalgia. Kendrick comes in and just fucking annihilates that song. Yeah. And, and well, well name pace. the other one so we can uh, tag team this one. And okay. We can switch the it other one is, is No More Parties in L.A. Kendrick Lamar comes into No More Parties in L.A. and also kills that one, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Nostalgia, though, he, he comes through on Nostalgia with the fucking bars. Uh, like, the one thing you mentioned was the tents, and I didn't even notice that. I yeah, yeah, like, so the, the, you, he has, like, a little section in the middle where he has this great uh, wordplay where he says, you know, when I was 10, back when nine ounces got you 10, and nine times out of 10, uh, homies don't play attention because when it's tension in the air, nines come with extensions. And, and I was I like, wonder, oh, Another oh. level of play on that is I think the nines, like there's a chance that nines coming with extensions is if you extend nine, it's 10. Like I think there's another right. level even deeper. Like. Yeah, dude, that's like, like, you know how we were talking about a couple weeks ago, like the lasagna, you know, cheese yeah. really sounds like lasagna. Like, I wonder, who, like, when he wrote this, if he was like, "Holy shit!" Like, because it's you know the nines, did, did nine he, ounces, like the guns, nines. Like, did he, yeah, like did he know? Did he know? Like, this is this is next level, or was yeah. he just like, "Nah, dog, another verse in the bank." <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's so interesting because I think I think this verse and his voice in this verse fits very well with the beat. And I think I mean eventually I'm sure we'll do best rap beat, rap beats, um, but uh, I think it helps. I mean, it doesn't hurt, right? It only gets amplified by the beat. And I think his voice right. and uh, the wordplay in this verse uh, is very good. So it is on my list as well. Because um, I was, uh, you know, just because he comes in, just because Kendrick comes in doesn't mean it'll be a great verse. I mean, I listened to the Mask Off 
uh, remix what that he did with Future and it's ungood. So um, <laughs> it's good that yeah he has this one. Um, do you have any other ones or do you uh, do you want me to take? Uh, over? Oh oh, uh, last one is yeah, Ghostface Killer and New Godflow. Ghostface Killer comes in at the end of New Godflow and takes like two minutes and is mm-hmm. just going off for the whole last two minutes of that song. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and off of uh, Cruel Summer, right. the Good Fridays compilation, which I think is underrated and people kind of forget about sometimes. They don't, I don't really see it mentioned often, but, you know, it gave us uh, Mercy and what was the other one? Click. Uh, yeah, uh, Mercy, Click. Um, I don't like. I think yeah, I don't it. like the remix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, all really good songs that I think just kind of get forgotten. I think the for reason it gets reason. forgotten is because there's only, like, I feel like... It's like 12 songs. Is it 12? I, for yeah. sure, I didn't think it was that many. But I think the, the thing is is that the songs that are the best were all on the radio. You yeah. Know what I mean, like, so it was just like, I don't even need the album. Like, I can just, I catch the five best ones, and they were all radio cuts, and I, I right. heard them. And then looking over the the track list right now, the rest of them are kind of like, eh. I mean, they're kind of just like, right. like real, just kind of middle of the road kind of crap. Including my least favorite Kanye West song of all time, Cold, the one with uh, uh, DJ Khaled. Uh, 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 the Theraflu, that one, right? Yeah, oh, I hate that one so much. <laughs> uh, yeah, I actually right. kind of like it, but um, that's also right, the can... one that's got the R. Kelly, Mitt Romney, don't pay no taxes. Um, yes. <laughs> Can, can, can we uh, pause for like a second? Like, did it, did it, did it, breaking news, breaking news. I mean, th- it won't be breaking by the time you listen to this, but I want to hear your immediate reaction. Oh, right, boy. Tyler? Cameron Newton signs a one-year deal with the New England Patriots. God damn it, dude. That's, I knew it. I knew it. Carolina Panther fans should be fucking ashamed. Fucking... I cannot wait for this. Yo, I want there I to be a football season just for this. I hope, I oh hope my god, dude! I hope he comes MVP, dude. Forty-five nuts. touchdowns, ten, five interceptions, ten rushing ones, dude. Oh, oh man, I'm hyped. Oh my god, dude, that's nuts. Oh yeah. shit, dude. All right, bro. Every Carolina fan that was ever shitting on Cam Newton can suck the fattest dick because he's gonna turn around and win this. You know what's funny? If you thought Kyle even... Allen was the future. Oh my god, you yeah, idiot! The thing I know, like, all right. So here's the deal: I'm not even a Carolina fan. Me I'm neither. not a super big Cam Newton fan. But my problem was that Carolina fans were acting like Cam Newton was the problem on that team. He was Dude, the only who, good thing you had. He was the only. He willed that 2015 team. Or that 2015 team did have a good defense, but he willed that offense to 15 and one. Like, do you know how difficult it is to be 15 and one? Right. In the NFL, and who was the leading receiver? Philly Brown. That's, yeah. Ted that's Ginn. Yeah. His receivers have always been terrible. Bro, Bummy McBumface. Like, <laughs> like. Do you oh remember gosh. when people were acting like Kelvin Benjamin was a beast, and then they were like, "Oh well, wait, he." He put on like eighty pounds. And what, what did uh, every fucking thing? Booger McFarland said he's a couple of biscuits away from being a tight end. <laughs> yeah, so um, that was his receiver. He had the end of Steve Smith's career for like a few years, maybe. I can't, I maybe know. not even a few years, but like that's, I think it was that, like a, a year or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was his best receiver, and that's a fucking shame. <laughs> I'm sick. I, I hate that they never made a move to, you know, get DeAndre Hopkins or somebody. I don't know. But anyway, we can get back to this. We'll talk about this if we have time at the end or maybe next week. But um, that's amazing. Yeah, I just it literally just came into my phone. That's amazing. I can't that's, wait. Yeah, that's can't wait. <laughs> can't wait. Yo, yo, can't wait. Oh, you've been watching film? Uh, that's cool. Check uh, this out. That's cool. We'll check this out. Oh, can't wait. I'm hyped. Right. Like I said, I'm not even that big of a <laughs> – I'm, I'm not even a Panthers fan. Right. Um, it's just like but I, for me, it was like all the people that were like, like dissing him, I was like – you're you're so wrong so it's like i'm trying to think of an example it's like when like here's the deal i thought dwight howard was a little overrated at first you know what i mean i was like i don't know like he doesn't have a good offense but he's like a little overrated but then people were like dwight howard's not even good and i was like well y'all need to calm down because he's he's a first ballot hall of famer easy and people are here i don't even know if he belongs in the hall of fame i'm like shut the shut 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 up shut up like i don't i could see him being a first ballot i don't know that i would say he's a first ballot but he's definitely a no question he should be in the hall of fame you know what i mean mean, dude he's i I mean i think he's a first he's a first ballot because 
he is the it's hard because you can't say he's the best center of the 2010s or the 2000s because I think his best years are between like 2008 through like 2012, you know? Right. It's like the, he, it straddles right in between the two where you can't give him one or the other. So I think that dings him. Um, but I think he's, yeah, I think he's, he's underrated. But yeah, the lowest I'm willing to say is that he should absolutely be in the Hall of Fame. And people are like, I don't know, he's not even good. And I'm just like, bro, his second best fucking player on his team is like fucking Hito Turkoglu, dude. Hito Turkoglu, who was on steroids, allegedly, I think. <laughs> steroids, but also not jacked or athletic. Like, the fuck? <laughs> right. He just got to the bare minimum. Three-point shot. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. yeah, but like, yeah. So, that's, that's the thing I have with Cam Newton, which is that, like, I thought, like, you know, like, at first I was like, I don't think he's all that. But then Carolina fans are like, we fucking need to get rid of him. Like, we got to find something else. I'm like, y'all are out of control. We need our savior, Kyle Allen. Yeah. Mr. Okay. okay. Yeah, my favorite, my favorite, one of my favorite videos I saw on Twitter was, it was like a a Christian McCaffrey video where he was getting like a Madden trophy for being like 99 overall. Like it was a short little clip. And in the background, Kyle Allen is like walking by with a football with the coach and the coach just like real lazily smacks it and it falls out of his hand and someone quoted <laughs> that and it was like look Kyle Allen fumbling this shit in practice <laughs> how could you not yeah yeah so yeah uh, they think Kyle Allen's the answer they thought they needed to get rid of Cam Newton meanwhile Cam Newton's gonna put his fucking nutsack on the team on the league and, and Bill Belichick and Cam Newton are going to the Super Bowl making Tom Brady look foolish so can't wait can't wait Oh, I, I'm doing the Cam Newton like where he's got the towel over his head. He does a little mm-hmm. nod and walks away. Yeah, <laughs> me putting. Yeah, dude, I'm gonna be like. It feels weird to be like, go Patriots, but I can't wait. Can't right? Wait. <laughs> Isn't God, that Bart? Wait. It's it's the dude with the Jets, right? That does. Yeah. Oh, Bart Scott. Yeah, Bart Scott. Yeah, he's like, can't wait. Can't wait. All right. Sorry. All right. So back to rap versus. Yeah, back to rap versus. It was worth it. All right, I'm gonna go down. So yeah, mine's. Uh, I'm. Gonna, I did five just because I did. Uh, um, nostalgia. Right. Um, and then for well, t- tied for first. Well, not. I don't. I didn't really put him in an order, but I also had uh, con- a tie of control, which we mentioned before. Right. Kendrick Lamar coming on control, and then J Cole going on looking for trouble. But we already talked about them, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna skip them. Right. Uh, my next one is uh, Drake on Stay Scheming um, off of Rick Ross's, right. uh, I think it was a mixtape from 2012. Yep. All right. So we had a little technical glitch there, but I believe what we were talking about is you You were talking about the Stay, Drake's uh, Stay Scheming verse. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, let me pull it up. Yeah. So what was it? Stay Scheming. Right. So it's on Rick Ross's uh, mixtape, I think uh, Rich Forever, I think from 2012, and uh, he has uh, you know he, another one where the beat works. He has a a line that now probably is a little insensitive, maybe. Um, I don't know how to say. It. It's the one where he's talking about Kobe losing 150 M's. Do you remember? Oh yeah. Yes. Oof. Oof. But it's still yeah. good regardless yeah. of that line. <laughs> Um, Kobe, so, I hate it had to be him. How do you had to be him? Uh, you wouldn't would be shooting in the gym. And it's like, uh, okay, well now it's like, uh, yeah. but but before it was great. I mean, and then the rest of the verse is great. Um, you were specifically, you'd mentioned something about a, a bench or, or starter line. Uh, let me see. Let me get. Let me pull that it up. Because I I feel like there, he says it in a song. I just don't remember if it's this one where he says like bench players talking like starters. I hate Started, it. That, I that's that's started from song, the bottom. Yeah. That's that's Tuscan leather. That's Tuscan leather. Oh, okay, doesn't okay. spend like a brick. Um, let me see. He says something like, "Guess every guess every team doesn't come come complete with people like ours." Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let me see. Might look like, but we have you though. I mean, either way, it's yes. still a, it's still it's still a dope verse. Yes. Um, the only thing I hated about it is that he said that was him beating Common in their beef, and that was like the wackest shit I've ever heard. He was like, "Well, yeah, but mine's on the radio all the time, and Common's isn't." And I was like, "That's not how rap battles work." That's Mister Mister fucking Mr. on LeBron's barbershop. Like I studied rap battles, battles for a living. 
<laughs> my favorite thing is he says i study rap battles for a living it's like no you don't you rap you don't have to study rap battles to rap like that those are just two completely separate things right and that, also you're wrong yes and he's never i don't think he's ever had a freestyle or freestyled ever so yeah and so uh so that's so i've gone through uh nostalgia stay scheming control looking for trouble but those two were tied right um and then my final two one is uh j-rock on money trees right which off of uh, Good Kid, Mad City by Kendrick Lamar. Mm-hmm. Great verse. And then, my number one, no matter what happens, oh, boy. the greatest no. guest verse of all time, including the greatest verse of the 2010s, or my favorite verse of the 2010s, is Nicki Minaj on Monster, which you mentioned before. Um, I think that it's so good. Um, you know, she comes out of that thing like a cannon. I, uh, I do want to, um, read this little segment from, uh, by Shea Serrano. He has that mm-hmm. book, uh, the rap year book, and he describes it so well. Um, yeah. he says, you know, it, 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 he says writing about Nicki Minaj's verse on monster is like writing about the solar system or Steph Curry's jump shot. And that words can be used to describe it, but no one ever, uh, but none ever hold all of what it is or what it does. Uh, he says, picture an atomic bomb going off inside of a bank vault. Or uh, picture someone pumping your head full of air until it bursts. Um, that's the verse. And I feel um, I feel like that. that's what it is. And I, and I, I always misquote that line. Um, but I think I, I've said that it's like a neon bomb, go, a neon nuclear bomb going off inside of a submarine. Like it's just color and it's loud and it's braggadocio and uh, it's so good. And... Um, I don't, what's funny is I don't even really like that verse anymore. You don't? Why not? It's so over the top, like, the ridiculous voices, like the, like, like, I just, like, every time I hear it, I just, like, I go, like, like, it's so ridiculous. And I think it also, I think part of it for me is that, like, what Nicki Minaj has turned into as far as, like, like a person outside of, like, on track. You know what I mean? Like, she's, like, always in drama. Like, just fucking, like, causing problems. Right. Pissing people off and, and complaining about shit. And it's just, like, like that combined with this over-the-top, like, I just now, like, I'm just, like, uh, enough. Even though this happened before those things, like, it to me, it just now is, like, like I'm just, like, it's so much. Like, it's just so over-the-top. Like, just I know, shit. but for me, it's, it's, like, um, it's, like, witnessing... I don't know, like KD's rookie of the year. Like it's something where you saw it or you heard it and you're like, this is going to be big. Like she's going to be MVP or something like that. And she was like, I think 2014, she was that year's rap MVP. Um, yeah. I, I was actually just never big on her in general. Like, like I thought that verse was very good, but it never was like a game changer for me. You know what uh, I mean? That's interesting. Yeah. yeah Cause like I said, I think, you know, I'm going to repeat myself. In the future, when I do favorite verses, just period, um, or favorite verses of the last ten years, um, but it's just interesting because I think it's for me, it's it's so good, and she's really good in it, and she is, and there's this confidence to it alongside you know being there, you know, uh, alongside uh, Kanye and Jay Z, and who else is on that? Push it to you. There's no, it's up. <laughs> Rick Ross. Is Rick Ross? Fat motherfucker now look who's in trouble. Yeah, barely. <laughs> <laughs> but um and holding her own and I think doing really, really, um, really well. Yeah, um, I'll give you that. It definitely wasn't like the weakest on the song because Jay Z was. And like it was definitely very good, but like I think I like I think I like Kanye's verse more than hers on that song. Interesting, interesting. It just, I, it's just obviously a me thing, you know what I mean? Because yeah, everyone yeah. says that's great. And even from the outside looking in, as someone who's not crazy about her music or even that verse, I can still tell you that that she was very popular, right? And mm-hmm. that was clearly by far and away her best verse ever. You know what I mean? So, like, even outside looking in, not being a super huge fan of her and, like, really liking that verse but not thinking it was, like, anything crazy... Like, I can still see where, like, everyone else, it, like, it, she was super popular, and that was still far and away her best. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. like, it very clearly was an A+. Like, fucking A++ S 
level like thing for most people. I just for whatever reason like like I said, it was just a, it was just too over the top for me. Like the just fucking like the, the you know what I mean? And the, the music the, video. Yeah, and the music video is so over the top. She's doing like the split personality, like yeah, 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 her on thing. the like, yeah, her on the chair, and then the the other one, the like the the, the like dominatrix, the dominatrix the version of her, yeah, yeah. Um, it was just I was like the whole time I was like, this is a lot. You're doing a lot. Like, <laughs> oh so. yeah, but um, but yeah, those are my five. Um, Definitely awesome... respectable five. Yeah, some another one like uh, Rick Ross on Devil in a New Dress, and some other ones that I, I can't quite think of. But those are like my five, like the first that I think of that, that come to mind. Those were it. I guess six, but one of them was a tie. And and one I'm gonna throw in in my top five because I didn't give five. I think I gave four. So my my the last one pulling in my top five is probably gonna be Two Chains on Mercy. Two Chains <laughs> on Mercy really goes so hard, and it's punchline after punchline, and it's nonsense, but it's still great. So that's gonna round out my top five. Nice, and, nice. So. Um, but nostalgia with Kendrick Lamar on both of ours definitely mm-hmm. came in and killed it. Speaking of being uh, big fans of a person, okay, we're gonna skip two, or we're gonna jump to Dak Prescott, the Dallas okay. Cowboys quarterback, signing okay. his franchise tender, which means he's on the payroll for 2020. I'm ready, dude. I'm ready. I think he's gonna have an MVP type season, which he already did. And the only thing that failed him was the defense last year in 2019. I'm so ready, dude. Like I put on my cape hard uh, for Dak. Um, I think he's one of the best quarterbacks right now. Um, and I'm gonna hit you with some stats. But first, what do you think? What do you think about Dak? I know you're not so hot on him, but I'm I'm re- I'm all in on him. Uh, I don't. I don't see it. And here's where, like, for me. It's, it's obviously some level of, like, cognitive dissonance because, like, I, I think Mina Kimes posted something and it said that, like, Dak Prescott had, like, the highest, um, uh, like, average passing yards added over expectations. It, it, I know it's not that long. I know it's abbreviated in some different way, but it's basically, like, the stat was saying that, like, Given all these deep passes he's throwing, like the these people are getting more yards than we would expect out of that same scenario. That's basically what the stats measuring. And Dak was number one. And like while in my head, like I can't argue with that stat. I'm going to be the asshole who's like I don't give a fuck about the stats because I've watched I've watched with my own fucking eyes Dak Prescott overthrow Michael Gallup wide ass open so many times i've watched (laughs) michael gallup who's fast it's not like michael gallup's slow michael gallup be wide open down the sideline and the ball just goes sailing over his head or come up short and i'm just like like bro it was a touchdown like you couldn't give him anything and so like they're like oh he's the best on deep throws but i'm just in my head i was like i've watched the points disappear in front of my eyes (laughs) i I think uh i think for like him I think it's it's either the fact that the you know the cameras are all are always on that team or the pressure or something because I feel like him and Romo have this ability or, or they're cursed with this way this thing where like if they screw up once it's the most backbreaking screw ups ever like there's dudes like uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick who throw like who throw like two or three picks <laughs> and they'll come right back and they'll like kill it because maybe they'll throw a pick and the other team doesn't. Uh, score or there it's a three and out or whatever but I feel like every time Dak Prescott or Romo back when he was playing when they mess up they're like just the most soul-crushing back-breaking type mistakes that I think if it was anybody else it would be just like a normal mistake like he'll miss a throw and it'll be you know instead of being 39 it'll be fourth and one and then that's it or they or or he'll miss a throw and like the receiver will reach for it and like tap it and it just goes like directly into a defender's hand. Yes, like, dude, like, just like the worst. Just, like, like I remember there was one pick where Witten with Romo, he, Witten, he like kicked it up with his thigh on right. accident and it got yeah. picked off and it was a pick six. And it's like, who else does this happen to? How does this happen? But I feel like that sort of overthrow thing is kind of what I mean. It's like he'll miss somebody, but then he'll get picked and, and, and not in. Like, the opposite of luck. Just, like, the worst well, luck. Just, like, a curse. But, like, for me, it's not even, like... I'm not talking about the picks. It's just, like, I've seen 
him miss easy throws over yeah. and over and over again. Like, I think without looking at the stat or being the guy who can come up with the stat, I definitely don't have the fucking formula down. Um, but, like, I wonder if maybe he's just performing better on hard throws because, like, I feel like he misses some very easy throws, like, so easy pretty ones. consistently. And, like, makes that's it harder on himself. He wants to see if he can do it. He's playing on, on uh, all Madden. Right, but, like, I now that I never had with Tony Romo. And as a matter of fact, I would take Tony Romo on this team at this point in Tony Romo's career over Dak Prescott. Up uh, until yeah, I don't Tony know about Romo right, right now. What do you mean? I'm well, saying like you're like, saying like you Tony mean like Romo this far like Tony how, oh, how far oh, is Dak into what is it like well, this is gonna be his fourth fourth season I would right? take Tony Romo's 16, fourth 17, season 18, 19. this is his, gonna be his fifth season 2020 is gonna be his fifth season right so I would take Tony Romo's fifth season which would have been 2345 yeah I think that was like 2007 or 2008 like right yeah. around right around up when in, he finished second in MVP up until Tony Romo hurts his back I would take Tony Romo over Dak Prescott every I think so year. I, and so I think like, so. Yeah, and part of the reason we're digressing because it's about Dak Prescott, but my whole thing with Tony Romo that like I think he got an unfair rep because our defense, our defense now is not great, but like it's not bad. Like we we finished like like top ten and like fewest yards allowed. I think like two years ago. Yeah, it's, it's not like a very bend but don't break defense. Right. Our defense with Tony Romo was playing was like break but don't bend. It was like like just fucking our defense was like just give it up, dude. Just give it up. Who cares? Like give up points, bro. We lost a game. I'm pretty sure it was to the Bron. This is purely off of memory. Not looking anything up. I'm pretty sure we scored 49 points in a game and lost to the Broncos. Yes, and like, it was Tony the Broncos Romo threw a pick, and... and it was like everyone was like, "Look, Tony Romo in clutch time." I was like, "Bro, if." If your quarterback helps you put up 48 points, like, it's not on him. I don't care when he throws the interception. Right. That was, defense that's, shouldn't give up 51. Like, yeah. yeah. That was his best game as a Cowboy. I think he had five touchdowns, 400-something yards. It was against the Broncos, that 2013 Broncos, where Peyton Manning uh, broke the scoring record, or the touchdown record. Um, and it was in Dallas. I remember that. And, yeah, he threw a late pick uh, where they had a chance to, to, I think, to win it or to tie it. Um, 506 but, yards and five TDs. Dude, yeah, like his best game lost. ever, and we lost it. Do you have the score? Uh, let's see. It doesn't. Yeah. Uh, it was fucking yeah. rough, though. I want to say, I want to say it was something like fifty-one to like forty-eight or forty-nine. Is what I want. Peyton Manning say. scored a rushing touchdown on a bootleg run, and there was he was there was nobody within ten yards of him. Like that's how. Well, I mean, I know you know they're not gonna look for that, of course, because it's Peyton Manning. But not only that, it's 2013 Peyton Manning. Um, 51 to 48. Ugh, 51 to 48. I can't believe I remembered that. But yeah, yeah. 51 to 48. Yeah, those are the things that stick. But anyway, back back, uh, back to Dak. Yeah, uh, so he, back to him, him and I mean, I'm going to hit you with like the stats. Like the here is the st- the stats that tell you that he's one of the best um, in the league. He is <clears throat> since 2018 only him and Pat and. MVP and Super Bowl MVP Patrick Mahomes are the only QBs with more than 20 passing TDs outside of the red zone. He is uh, 52.6% on adjusted completion on deep throws, which was third among QBs. And like you were saying about that his supporting cast isn't as good, 36 of of, uh, Prescott's passes were dropped in last season, which was the most in the NFL. And he finished thirds, third in uh, yards per attempt uh, and avoided tackles with 14 among QBs. So, like, he is right there. Like, like he just needs to fix a couple more things, make a couple of more, uh, a couple more of those passes, you know, maybe have our luck bend on even half of those passes maybe. Maybe that's an extra game or two games won. Um, for him to, I think, be up there with, like, uh, Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson, uh um, who else? Uh, Russell Wilson. Uh, so, like, that's... I think that's my thing, though. So, like, if I'm thinking about... If I'm thinking about quarterbacks in the league, I'm trying to... All right, hold on. This is a ranking for all 32. And I'm just going to go through it super quick. And we're going to... I'm going to say whether I think they're better or not. And I'm going to count how many uh, people I have ahead of, of Dak. And you count how many you have ahead of Dak. And we'll figure this out at the end. All right? Yeah. So, 
Patriots have whoever the fuck they have, which is now Cam Newton, actually, because this was before the Cam news. So I, I'd still I would take Dak <clears throat> over Cam Newton right now. Same. If if Cam Newton turns out to be healthy and is good this year, going into next year, I I might be on the fence on that one. Okay. Yeah, I'll take Dak on that one too. Okay. Right. So Dwayne Haskins, he's definitely better than Dwayne Haskins. Dak. Your your boy Mitchell Trubisky, he's definitely Dak. better than Trubisky. <laughs> um, this is an ad. Okay, Tyrod Taylor, definitely better than him. Dak. Yeah, just jump up to 15 because I feel like we both agree he's at least top 15, right? Let's see. Uh, is there anybody between 15 and 32 that you think? Eh. That's that's what I'm scrolling through super fast right now. He's better than Mayfield. Um, Burrow is at 21. That one I can't say anything on because say, I don't yeah. know. I'm going to say Dak just because we don't know. Right. He's better than Josh Allen, so I'd take Dak. He's Derek Carr, I'd take Dak. Um, Kyler Murray looked pretty good, but I'd still take Dak right now. Yeah, um, same. Goff is terrible. Uh, I'd take Dak. Dak. He's, okay, Garoppolo, I'd still take Dak. Dak. All right, this one's going to be an unpopular one. And I'm not saying I'm going to take this guy. I'm just saying it's close in my in my mind. Is Matt Ryan. I think Matt Ooh, Ryan. I'm going to put Matt Ryan. I'm going to pick Ryan. Okay, okay. I also thought Matt Ryan. Because Matt Ryan I, I doesn't get as much credit as he should get. Yeah. Um, all right, real quick. This site's out of fucking control because they have Dak Prescott behind Kirk Cousins. You're out of your fucking mind, no. bro. Yeah, Dak, dude. Dak. All and right. they have Kirk Cousins ahead of Matt Ryan. No. Insane. I mean, yes, he played well in the season, but no. no. Um, all right, so here's the deal. I went into this thinking I don't know if he's in my top ten. But given what I've got so far, I think he's going to be in my top ten. Um, Tom Brady, I'm taking Dak just because Brady, I don't know what I'm getting. Um, like he's, he's a little old. I don't, you know what I mean? It's, it's iffy on yeah. Tom Brady. Cause we haven't seen him outside of that offense either. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. so I'm taking Dak. So right now Matt Same. Ryan's the only one I have over Dak. Um, so Ryan Tannehill, that yes, one's Dak. iffy. That one's iffy for me because Tannehill balled the fuck out last season. And so I don't know how much of Ryan Tannehill being bad is just because he was stuck on that fucking Dolphins team. Right. And how much of his, his success is based on uh, Derek Henry, you know? But see, that's not that's not a fair comparison for well, like to me, Dak has Zeke. You know what I mean? Like yeah, but dude, like Derrick Henry, like Derrick Henry was 2016 Zeke plus a little bit more. Like he was almost MVP level. Yes, uh, last season. Yeah, like I that's, think he had well, like this. That's the other thing too, though, is like if there's so many variables because like I don't know that Zeke can't be that good, but like he played in a Jason Garrett offense, so everyone knew what the fuck was going on. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, I guess that's right. He didn't play in a, what's his what's his name um. Uh, fuck. Uh, but yeah, Brable. Yeah, so Jason Garrett, one of the worst coaches in the league. Um, so he's out. Uh, but so right now, I'm taking Dak over Tannehill. But I could see if things go super well again for Tannehill next year, I might think differently. I'm taking Dak over Matt Stafford. Um, yep, same. Yeah, Matt Stafford is like a bad Romo for me where I'm like, you never win anything and you put up a lot of numbers, but in my head, for whatever reason, I'm like, he's actually bad, though. Like, Tony Romo, I'm like, you never won anything, you put up a lot of numbers, you're great. Matt Stafford's like, <laughs> you never won anything, you put up a lot of numbers, but you suck. Um, also, he had Calvin Johnson, which is better than anybody Tony Romo ever had by a thousand fucking exponential factors. Yep, um, yep. So, Carson Wentz, I'm taking Dak. So I'm right the, now, I am... For that one, I, I it's close, I don't and I'm gonna give the edge Wentz to Wentz. Nearly as good as everyone thinks he is. I'm I'm fighting that one. I don't like. I don't. I know, I've but he, really he would have been MVP in 2017 if he hadn't gotten hurt. Right, but he always gets hurt. I know. Well, it's just yeah. one, just the ACL. Well, no, he got hurt again the next year, right? Well, he was he was out the whole next year because of because uh, of the ACL. So he hurts it at the end of 2017 to win the Super Bowl. Right, and the but, next well, season. Well, here's the thing, though, is that the, that team won a Super Bowl with a backup. Like, how good is that team that we're not giving them credit for? You know what I mean? Where, like, right. Nick Foles comes in, kills it, and, like, you know what I mean? I don't know. True. So, I'm taking Dak over that one. You're going to give the edge to Wentz. So, you have two yeah. over Dak. Barely, barely, Matt but yes, Wentz. If I'm not mistaken. So, yeah. Deshaun Watson, I'm taking Watson. 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 I had to look at the stats, but probably Watson. All right. Aaron Rodgers, I'm taking Aaron Rodgers. Same. Drew Brees, I'm taking Drew Brees. Uh, I'd have to look at Drew Brees from last year because I'm sure there's been some drop off. Um, he was still really good last year, I think. 
Yeah, but he was um, gone most of the year because of, you know, Teddy Bridgewater. So I'd have to see sort of what yeah. his shit would have looked like over... A in the last in the season. last four games over 2019, he threw for over 1,100 yards with 15 touchdowns and no interceptions. Drew Brees? Okay. All right, then, yeah, maybe I'll, I'll still give it to Brees. Okay, so then Lamar Jackson. I'm taking Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Russell Wilson. I'm taking Russell Wilson. Wilson. And then Mahomes. I'm taking Mahomes. Mahomes. Yeah. All right, so, what is so that, like seven or eight? He's eighth for me. I think he's probably... Or no, he's seventh for me. I think eighth for you. Eighth, yeah. So, so I mean, that, that seems about yeah, right for that's me. That's top ten. Yeah. yeah. It's just like I. Well, here's the deal. So he's top ten now that I've seen that. But I think there's a substantial drop off before you get to him. Like Lamar Jackson, Mahomes, Wilson, Watson, Watson. and I then it's like, and then it's like there's a drop. Yeah. And, and Rodgers, depending on the year, like I, Rodgers wasn't good last year, but like. If Rodgers comes through and has a good year, you kind of just count that as an off year. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Rodgers right. has a chance to be up there, but then it's like but, a drop but, and but, then Prescott. For me, Rodgers last year, it was one of those like, okay, what's going on here? Because you have Devontae Adams, one of the best in the league, and right. you're not looking your best, and it's like, okay, like, is everybody seeing this? Like, okay, look, we'll, we'll let you we'll let you skirt on this season. but Especially because it's season. a new coach. Like, there's enough going on, like a brand new coach, brand new scheme, all that. So, like, I... I'm willing to let it slide. But he, has to, he has to be good this year. Yeah, if he's that's bad. Then I'm like, the slide started last year. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you started going like, down. Okay, and it's the beginning of the end. Yeah, I yeah. agree. So, but like I said, I think there's a substantial drop off. And my problem with Dak is that like saying he's top ten, like makes this more difficult to say. But like, I don't think you can pay him the highest like he can't be the highest paid quarterback in the league like you're gonna i don't think he's good enough where you make that decision i know but it just keeps like i I feel like i was talking to a uh a co-worker and he was like you can't pay him that i'm like i know dude but it's like it's just the way it goes like i think you know they'll pay him his giant contract this year and then next year Wilson or Watson or Mahomes, they'll get their huge contract and it'll make Dax look small by comparison. You know, I think it's just the way it goes. It's just the right, way, it but it's still like, of... but it still hinders your ability to build around like right. For the rest of the and game. I think that's just the way it is. I think that's just it's either you. I mean, these days it's like you either, you know. So yeah, it seems like you either get it on the rookie contract or you are you just have one of the highest paid quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, and I, I mean, and I feel like I don't think that for me paying a quarterback the big bucks isn't the death sentence that some people think. Like some people, they'll go, "Oh, you know, the top three or four top paid quarterbacks are all like Russell Wilson, uh, Matt Stafford, not Russell Wilson, sorry, like Matt Stafford, Kirk Cousins. I don't know who else has a big contract like that." Um, and they'll sort of point like to it and say, "Well, look, you know, if you pay these guys big bucks, you're not going to win. What are you going to do? You know, you better yeah. budget carefully." But if you expand it just a little bit more, Drew Brees is there, um, Russell Wilson's there, Ben Roethlisberger's there. Um, so I think I think though to be fair, I put Drew Brees, especially when he signed the contract. Like Drew Brees was a dude that like just made it happen. You know what I mean? He was above that drop off that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Russell Wilson is above that drop off. Um, Roethlisberger is not, but that's why it went to shit the moment Le'Veon Bell and fucking Antonio Brown had to get paid. Right, but then also I would I would I would have loved to to have seen their team last year with him not getting hurt because that defense was like I think like top one or two. Um, so and I do true. think that he's better than Duck Hodges or whoever the hell they else they had or you know. Right, but I, even with their defense being that way, I can't imagine they'd have been. Like, in my mind, there's no chance they made it to the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? No, but, yeah, that's true. So, like, that, I guess that's my issue. Like, I understand when you get a good quarterback, you have to pay him. That's just the rules. But, in my opinion, the only way I feel good about it is, like, if... Like, let's put it this way. If you think Russell Wilson is fourth, right? I'm, I'm just throwing a random number out there. If you think Russell yes. Wilson's fourth, which works. You could say he's behind Lamar Jackson, Mahomes, and somebody else. Watson. Um, and Watson. Uh, but yeah, Watson. So, like, if you think he's fourth, and you make him the mo- the highest paid quarterback in the league, your answer is still like he's the guy who can make shit happen when he doesn't have shit happening around him. And like, I don't know that's the case 
with Dak Prescott. Yeah. Like, Dak Prescott, before he got Amari Cooper, was having... And, and again, all of this is with Jason Garrett as the fucking head coach. So all this could go out the window once we start running play action. You know yeah. what I mean? And do the Kellen and let Kellen Moore, you know, do his shit. Because, I mean, the first three games of last season, they looked pretty good when he was running the play action like 40% of the time. And then somewhere, Jason Garrett took over and that shit drops to like 20%. That's and then the, that's when we start losing. What's weird is like, that seems like what happened. Like, based on everything in front of us, that's, that, that seems what happened. But like, what I don't understand is why. Like, why would Jason Garrett have gotten involved? Because at that point, the best thing he could have done was to keep his hands out of it. If they win a Super Bowl, then he keeps his job. Right. Like, why did he decide to get his hands in it? I, I, I literally sometimes think it's just like a self-preservation thing. Where you see the writing on the wall, and you go, well, this team's doing well, and I'm supposed to be the offensive genius here. I gotta do something. I, I, I gotta control it, you know? Um, right. It, yeah. I mean, I, it's exactly the type of person that he is. Um, but, yeah. uh but yeah. But yeah. So that's the thing is I I'm uncomfortable paying Dak like a huge contract. It, it, he just signed a franchise tag, right? Like right. he's not 31 right. mil, I think. Right. So I don't That's fine. You know, you got to do what you got to do, but like that huge contract's going to be tough to swallow if he doesn't look great this year. And you know what? This could be perfect. This could be the like like, if he comes out and kills it with Mike McCarthy's whole staff, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, and has a great year, then I don't feel bad about paying him that much. But if he comes out and fucking stinks it up, it, it seems like the Cowboys are willing to just let him walk. You let him I mean? walk the and then get whatever is in the draft. Right. Which make a, make the gigantic, massive, super-ultra <laughs> uh, trade and trade for uh, Trevor Lawrence. Although that would be dumb, but... No, I'd do it. Fuck it, dude. I'll take Trevor Lawrence. That'd be amazing. <laughs> right wouldn't that be amazing yeah all right so yeah or, but uh, uh i, I or, do want to mention one last or thing we, or we get one more year right one more buffer yeah. year and then is that when your boy from sam Howell, that's a beast oh no he can, yeah two more years yeah, yeah. Uh, two more years all right maybe something will happen and we'll end up with him but either way <laughs> that'd be sweet dude yeah man yeah I, i'm very excited about sam Howell. Yeah, um sorry. but um i can't talk about dak without talking about him getting the shit beat out of him in Panama City <laughs> when he was at Mississippi State. Yeah. Dude, he got okay, jumped, right? Like, yeah, he got much. jumped at some bar, and there's like a picture of a guy stomping him out. <laughs> um, so this week, somebody posted a picture of Teddy Bridgewater getting the shit knocked out of him either when he was with the Saints or when he was at Louisville, one of those two. And somebody was like, or they they um, they captioned it like, man, imagine if this was your quarterback or something like that. It was <laughs> being the, getting the shit beat out of him like on the field. Oh, and okay. I was I retweeted it, and then I stopped. I went back. I unretweeted it, and then I <laughs> quote tweeted it and said, "I tweeted this, but then I told myself not to because I remembered my quarterback had this happen to him, and I put a picture of Dak in the shit beat out of him." Oh, uh, uh, yeah, that's my quarterback. That's oh. my quarterback. <laughs> my quarterback's getting curb stomped. <laughs> oh, bro. Uh, uh, it would have been great if the dude that curb stomped him took out the fucking, like, I think a fucking popcorn and just shook it like Tio. <laughs> <laughs> With the big, thick glasses. Uh, man. Oh, but anyway. God. Yeah. Going from our favorite quarterback, <laughs> our favorite quarterback, to our favorite sneakers in movies, or famous sneakers in movies. Um,. So, you know, just ones that you think of when the move, when you think of the shoe, you think of the movie or vice versa. Um, I have a list of a few. If you have some that top that jump to the top of your, uh, top of your head, Tyler, just spit them out or just your, your general thoughts. I'm just going to go through like the ones that I thought of when this topic okay. came up. Um, so of course you think about, you know, space jam, the space jam 11s. Yeah. Like, that's like that the first thing. Yeah, exactly. And the, that one is so. That one's proliferated in different media. You know what I mean? Like yeah. rappers are fucking talking about Space Jam Jordans. You know Even Miley like... Cyrus is talking about Space Jam Elevens. <laughs> yeah, Miley Cyrus. Boy, all right. Well, cultural <laughs> appropriation. Um, let's fucking get that out of here. Uh, rocking the fucking Jordan jersey. Fucking god damn it! Why'd you have to bring Miley Cyrus into this man? Because <laughs> I got my hands. Up. All right. Um, so. <laughs> So where are we going? What's our next one? Space uh, Jam next, Jordans, uh, though, solid. Yeah. Uh, the Nike Cortezes in Forrest Gump. You know, those white ones. Oh, no. I, they're, when they're usually uh, white with the red stripe, but I think by the end of the movie, I think when he's on the bench, they're all, like, shitty, I think. Because he's yeah, been running. Yeah, 
Yeah. So that's one. Mm-hmm. Um, the Air Jordan ones with Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Mm-hmm. Um, did you did you see that one? Uh, the animated one about Miles Morales. Yeah, absolutely. That's one of my favorite movies that's come out recently. Yeah, and I think it's so cool that you know it, it, it. They're the Chicago ones, the originals. Um, but I, I they have such a nice res- or they've had such a nice resurgence. Um, along I don't know if it, if it's because of the movie or alongside the movie. Um, but uh, but yeah, they and they released Jordan released some that were uh, Spider Verse. Um, inspired so they're they look really? like the ones yeah they look like the ones except the the soul instead of being red is this sort of um bluish uh like uh, how can i say like uh sea color and then the red and white has the little uh comic book dots oh, so from a dope. distance they, they look like the normal ones um but they're they're a little different and they look pretty cool um yeah that'd have been dope yeah um and then next up i have uh, the Air Mags from Back to the Future Part 2, where Marty McFly goes to tw- the far, far future of 2015, and <laughs> he has some Nikes that tie themselves. Um, now, and- those were so dope that they turned around and made them and in made real them. life. And made them. Yeah, so, like, if you see the behind-the-scenes pictures of them doing it, there's, like, three puppeteers on each side of Marty McFly pulling the the shoelaces so that it'll automatically tie. Like, it's pretty cool. It looks like they're uh, fucking controlling the Muppets um, from outside of the frame. Um, but you're right. They made them in 2016. And they the latest one on StockX has resold for $70,000. Hell yeah, dude. I, Fuck, dude. There's, it's so depressing to hear those numbers. Bro, that's more than I make in a year. <laughs> Easily, dude. And then you you would have to basically pay that without taxes to buy these Air Mags. Um, and they and uh, yeah, they sold them in 2016. Um, yeah, but, that's uh, like the the other sneaker I can think of off the top of my head that I remember selling for a bunch. And I don't know if it does now, but it was the um, fucking Red Octobers. I was I just gonna say that. I was literally just gonna yeah. say. That. I was gonna say that those are so. These are very expensive. But my holy grail shoes are the Red, yeah, Octobers. The Red Octobers. Like, I, if I had those, my life would be complete. It's like finishing a video game. I could turn myself <laughs> off. And that, that would be it. Uh, but last time I checked, those resell for ten thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I have a couple. Of, so list up next up on the list, I have a couple of just fake shoes that are big parts of movies. Right. So uh, I have the parishes, which are from Jumanji. If you remember, like I think David Allen Greer puts the fake. He gets fired because he puts the shoes through the machine in Jumanji or something like that. If I remember correctly. Right. Um, right. And then in holes. Yo, uh, real quick. This yeah. one. I I didn't think of this. As we know, uh, your boy has not watched most of the movies that we talk about. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a recurring theme. But I had seen this one. I forgot the shoes for whatever reason. I've seen this movie forever ago. And I just kind of forgot most of what it was. But literally yesterday, I think, on Freeform, whatever that channel used to be, it's now Freeform. It was a... Holes was on. ABC Family. ABC Family. Holes was on. And I saw it yesterday. And then I saw the shoes and then like, or the cleats and then saw this. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> it was meant to be uh, yeah, a freeform exactly. hacked into our Google Doc with our they notes. Broke the matrix, and they were like, "We gotta, we gotta put holes on TV, man. We gotta get <laughs> sweet feet out there." Um, so yeah, so they're the shoes that Stanley Stanley Yelnats, uh, played by Shia LaBeouf, is not. He's not framed for, but he ends up going to the the child prison camp about <laughs> because he 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 ends up with the shoes um, that belong to um, Rick Fox. Former Carolina and Lakers player Rick Fox, right? Um, shout out then, to uh, shout out to real life for being in such an awful fucking situation that I'm like that could happen now. But that, oh that, yeah, 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 yeah. Just because they literally just caught a kid with shoes that happened to be the shoes, like not even giving him the benefit of the doubt, they just sent him to prison. Yeah, like there's. Tell me you couldn't see right now. There's a prison somewhere out there with a bunch of fucking like prepubescent kids, like fucking digging holes in the fucking desert with like, uh, uh, poison lizards and yeah no that could absolutely happen oh yeah i love holes but the best thing of course to come out of holes is that little clip of the grandpa you know when they're digging and the girl's like grandpa i'm tired and the grandpa turns around and goes that's too damn bad <laughs> <laughs> yeah that shit killed me when i watched it yesterday oh so good. So good. <laughs> 
Um, and then the last thing I have on here is ones that, as a kid, I thought were so cool. But then now looking back, I'm like, those are probably torture or they violate the Geneva Conventions. And it is these magnetic prison boots from the movie Face Off. Um, I, I don't haven't know if seen this movie, but I'm literally Googling it right now. I'll let you... Yeah! It's so... I, 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 I'm sure we, I think we mentioned Face Off earlier in a previous episode when we talked about, Nick about Nicolas Cage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, for those who don't know, Nick Cage plays a terrorist, I think, played, and his name is Castor Troy. And then John Travolta plays a cop trying to hunt him down. And so they catch him early on in the movie, but he lets them know that there is going to be a nuclear bomb going off in LA. And so John Travolta has to find out where the bomb is. And their brilliant plan is that he's going to make them swap faces. And so he does. And he goes undercover. And he goes into prison as Caster Troy. And it's this like super high security, maximum, ultra, uh, mega prison that's on an island. It looks like an oil rig. And they have these shoes that are these magnetic boots where people walk around in them. And then if there's like a riot, they lock them so the prisoners can't move. Um, That's amazing. And I remember as a kid, I was like, those are so cool. Like, they look like rocket boots, and you can, like, do magnet shit on them. You could probably scale a building. But then looking back, I'm like, that's super fucked up, because you could literally just do that, and then they wouldn't be able to move. And they would, like, torture them by not, like, keeping them in place. They could, like, not use the bathroom, or they could, you know, beat the shit out of them, and they couldn't move. (laughs) You're right. That's, yeah, and that's exactly how our police would use them currently. They're like Iron Man (laughs) boots, but they, like, you can't, you know... You're stuck to a the, the hood of a of a Chevy Nova because <laughs> somebody turns on the magnets. Yeah, no, absolutely. Our pol- the police in the United States currently would abuse the fuck out of this ability to just lock someone in place. Uh, yeah, but those are my shoes. Do you have any other ones that you sort of think of off the top of your head? Um, one that uh, sorry, do you have any? Uh, so really, it was the main ones I thought of were um, the Space Jam Jordans. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the mag, the mag shoes, just because yeah. those, those are, it's so nuts to me for a shoe to come out in a movie as like just a ridiculous futuristic thing. And then for a shoe company years later, be like, fuck it, we'll make it. Yeah. So like, we have the technology. It's like fucking, uh, what is it? The million dollar man. He's like, right. we, can, we can build the shoe. We have the technology. <laughs> um, yeah, I think about, yeah. So I, I think about those. I also think about, um, ones that are pretty blatant product placement that I look back now and be like, that was just straight up product placement. Like, they actually serve no purpose. And the one that I always think of immediately is Converse All-Stars in iRobot. At the beginning of the movie, uh, with the one with Will Smith, he, like, gets a package and he opens it. And he goes, oh, yeah. Like, something like old school. And he, like, puts on these Converse in, like, 2050. And he goes, oh, yeah, this is that good shit. And then somebody comes in and he goes, like, oh, are those new shoes? And he goes, yep, 2004 retros or some shit like that. And I'm like, this is a commercial. Like, what, what is this? Um, yeah, yeah. Was that but- movie good? Um, I haven't seen it in a while, but it's all right. Me neither. I, yeah. I remember thinking it was okay, but like I actually like I, you know now I like everything I think back and I'm like, was that good? Like I don't know. That yeah. one I'm not sure of. I think it's just it's like um, it's not great, but I think what, what could I say? It's as good as something that's just like yeah, it's all right. Like uh, maybe like a mid tier Marvel movie where it's like eh, right, that's good. But I mean, like the robots still look great. I I definitely know that. Um, for being 16 years old, so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but yeah, those are the shoes. Those are the ones that I always think of. Um, if you have any that you kind of go, oh my gosh, like you got to think about those or like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you guys didn't mention these. Please send them in. Um, yeah, absolutely. Cause, cause I can't think of any other than those two because I'm just awful at this. Um, but yeah, no, those are, those are all good ones. Oh, and then obviously the holes ones because that, that movie was sent down by God for me to watch that before this podcast. Um, it was meant to be. It was. So definitely, if you think of anything, if you think of anything about like shoes that we missed in movies, if you think of anything about verses that we, you know, guest feature verses that we didn't mention. Um, or if then, you have any thoughts about Kanye West and Coochie. Yeah. If you, if you, I'm telling you, if you know a song that's not Lord, 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 down and out or all your fault 
where Kanye says the word coochie, if you send it to me, I'll love you forever. Because I'm going <laughs> to fucking compile this, dude. I'm going to have the most ignorant fucking, like, wall. Like, figuring out when these were recorded, when they released. Who when, wrote like, them? <laughs> yeah. Who was Did in somebody the Somebody ghostwrite this? Who, who uh, greenlit this? I'm going to have all that. So if you can find another verse where he says coochie, 100% send that shit to me. Please do. Um, so... Anything like that, definitely you can send it to us at differentanimalspodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, you, can, you can reach us on Twitter and Instagram at diffanimalspod. Um, you can reach me at teammoneybags on Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can reach me at, at evercastro92 on Gmail. And I do want to say, um, if you've ever seen the movie Fight Club, there is a part where Brad Pitt gets the, shit beat, gets the shit beat out of him and one of his fight clubs, and there's like 30 dudes around who's, who are part of his Project Mayhem terrorist right. anarchist thing, and he gives them a homework assignment. So, in a similar vein, today I am giving you listeners a homework assignment where you have to share this podcast with two people. Just tell two people about it. Say, hey, here's an episode. If you like it, don't. Pick whichever one, whichever episode was your favorite. I think we have uh, you know, a few now that if you thought one maybe would fit for a certain person or maybe made you laugh or you really liked what we talked about, um, share it with two other people. And then hopefully from there we can grow and, and you know um, get more listeners and, and help us grow and, and get the word out um, on this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Word of mouth is, is everything. Um, yeah. I mean, I think all of the podcasts that I listen to now or I literally listened to because somebody said, Hey man, look, check this out. This one's good. Or like, Hey, I think you'll talk, you'll like this or that. I don't think any of them have been because of a, a commercial or uh, an ad or something. So right, word of mouth yeah. is, is uh, vital. So yeah, just two people tell two people between now and next episode. Um, and yeah, we would really and then, appreciate And then it. we'll get everyone together and we'll fucking set bombs in a, <laughs> in a glass <laughs> yeah, paper. Outside of uh, outside of a Starbucks and, and then uh, people years later will misinterpret what our movie is about. And right. they'll be like, this podcast is about what it's like to be a real man. What um, it's like to be a real man instead of, yeah. Yeah. Instead of whatever the fuck. Instead of being a, like a satire about how <laughs> sometimes men are stunted. Um, right. And they take it out on other people. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll definitely burn some shit down, blow some shit up, and we'll fuck each other up in a basement. Um <laughs> That this is what you share. This is what you tell the next two people. You tell them like, look, this is a podcast. It's a joke. It's a comedy podcast. But we are fist fighting. We are committing acts of domestic terrorism. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I want to uh, make sure that the FBI says uh, notes that he said that, not me. So <laughs> no, dude, he already saw. Like I said, I already shouted him out earlier. Shout out to him watching my uh, my Kanye West coochie uh, lyrics. <laughs> Kanye West coochie genius lyrics um, uh, search. So he's definitely going to catch this. Shout out to you. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, definitely spread spread word of mouth. It, it's yeah. awesome. I mean, for what it's worth, uh, my dad mentioned to me that the um, Bill Simmons on ESPN, like his whole thing was like a, a little like blog that he ran that like just eventually grew from word of mouth and now he has a fucking deal with spotify and was on espn so i want to be on espn so we're gonna (laughs) share this to two people um and i'll start giving hot takes on national tv right so um that's the show stay stay safe stay entertained stay safe Um, stay healthy yeah we'll catch y'all next week absolutely take care peace Oh, oh 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 So, yeah. It, it, another teaser for one of the next episode's topics, right? Yeah. Got D's motherfucker D's Rosie Perez. <laughs> <laughs>